0: We have a podcast. Diving, diving deep, diving deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. W- w- welcome, welcome, welcome to
1: Utopia. Uh, so let's shift some gears. We'll get to the mailbag in a second, but we do this uh, every Tuesday, this week, slash Wednesday episode. General news and notes, news and notes that John McClain brings to the table here on the Texans and uh, some numbers I'm sure that you got in front of you there general to dig into let's dig into the general news and notes right now
2: most of them are going to be NFL I'm going to start with the Texans and I'm going to end with the Texans both on CJ Stroud. if you think about this Sean every quarterback who's ever played in the NFL was rookie but there's only one quarterback in NFL history that has played his first five games without throwing an interception And that is C.J. Stroud. And he's getting well-deserved recognition around the country. Anthony Richardson now is on injured reserve. Report this morning, he might have missed eight weeks, not just four. Bryce Young threw three touchdown passes, but he had two more interceptions. He struggled big time that uh, here's some very interesting things going on right now. 49ers and the Eagles are unbeaten.
1: Well, hang on, Lincoln. Let me react to the Stroud. Is, are, you, okay. is, are you moving on? Yeah, let me react to the Stroud thing here because you put some good stuff out there on that. I'm curious, I'm curious, are you, are you one of the folks that would like C.J. Stroud to just go ahead and get this interception out of his system right now? Do you feel like this streak is something that's uh, – I don't say weighing on him. I don't think anything weighs on C.J. Stroud, but you're using anything where you'd be, you'd think it might affect just how aggressive he might be, that he's cognizant of the streak, because it gets brought up to him all the time now.
2: He's obviously thinking about it. He threw one right to Jesse Bates in his hands, and he acknowledged that after the game, and Bates dropped it. I can't remember another DB dropping one of his passes thrown right to him, which is one of the many things that's so impressive about him, but – I think it'd be pretty cool if he went 17 games without an interception. If he's going to throw too. one,
1: throw it in a blowout. I do too. Or, John, if you're going to throw one, have it be one of those things where at halftime you have the ball at like your own 40 on the last play and you're just launching it down the field and someone like fair catches it almost. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's not like a real interception, but it's enough to where people aren't talking about the streak with him anymore. I would say that would be an acceptable way to do it.
2: I saw a stat this week that the Texans are second most drop passes in the league. I don't I remember. Saw that too. Remember all those drop passes, but there have been no ricochets off receivers to into the hands of safety. And that's another thing. Usually quarterbacks throw a few of those and it's not their fault, but they haven't had one of those. Okay, let's move on to the unbeaten 49ers and Eagles. And the, one okay. of the main reasons they're unbeaten. Opponents have not scored one point off a turnover. They're the only team in the league can say that. In each of the last three years, the team that had the best record or went to a championship game or both had the fewest number of points allowed off turnover. So that seems to be a measuring stick. If you're going to give up one, don't give up points. And the Texans only have two both fumbles. They're plus five. It's amazing. They're plus five, and yet they're only – two and three, if they keep that up, you know, they're not going to be allowed many points off turnovers.
1: Well, the John, it's a great point about the Niners that, you know, they, they've given up, it was the Niners you're talking about, right? They've given up Niners the Niners and Eagles, neither giving up a point. Off of turnovers, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, to me, that's the difference in the game on Sunday against Atlanta. It's the te- yeah, the Texans were plus two in turnovers, but they scored, they scored one field. They scored three points off those two turnovers, you know, they, they scored. And and then there were the other two. So those were the those two drives were in the third quarter. Um, then there were the two drives in the second quarter where Atlanta committed silly penalties to knock themselves out of field goal range and punt the ball back to the Texans. You know, not a turnover, but something that for the for the Falcons kind of kept points off the board. And the Texans only turned those two opportunities into a field goal at the end of the half. So so you had, you you had those, the four negative possessions right in a row, end of the second, beginning of the third. And the Texans only turn it into six points. It's a great point. I, you know, the, it's another way of illustrating what you're talking about. Yeah. The great teams give up very few points off of turnovers, the teams that are either mediocre or sit there and have to explain, Hey, it's a play here and a play there. Those teams, those are the ones that don't capitalize on those opportunities. And the Texans, did not capitalize on those opportunities on Sunday.
2: 49ers and Eagles defenses have not allowed one stinking point after turnovers. But the that's 49ers, crazy. Are like the Texans, they've only committed two. And uh, road teams so far are 41 and 37. That's a 526 percentage. And that's the most after five games since 2019 when they okay. were 43, 34, and one. They were... 558 percentage so home field advanced kind of like in baseball with the Astros it doesn't mean much
1: yeah I that's funny John it's so that's the best percentage that's the best the percentage that are that the road teams have had since 2019 which makes me think like of all the years where the road teams would have actually probably flourished would have been 2020 because there are there were no crowds during COVID you know what I mean like that would be the year where I think that it would flip to the road teams just because there's no home field advantage. But, uh, but so 40, what'd you say there are 40, 41 and 37, you said? 41 right now? and
2: 37. Okay. five twenty six winning percent.
1: And the Texans have done it all so far this season. They've won at home. They've lost at home. They've won on the road. They've lost on the road twice, actually lost on the road. So, um, yeah, so they've, 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 uh, they've filled the whole ledger so far this year. The Texans have.
2: The Aggie who used to be Devin, a chain, who's now Devon. Achan, who's yeah. offered an incredible start, but then is on injured reserve. He has seven touchdowns from scrimmage. The other <laughs> running back, Raheem Mostert, has eight. They <laughs> are the first team to have two players with at least seven touchdowns from scrimmage through five games since the 1966 Cowboys did it, and their players who did it. Bullet Bob Hayes and Dan Reeves and the 1962 Dallas Texans who became the Chiefs, they did it with Chris Burford and Abner Haynes. And so that Dolphins offense is special. Poor old De- H.N. now. He's going to be out at least four weeks, and that's too bad because he has been fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's been good. I think the impressive thing about uh, about Mostert and H.N. being the two guys, you know, being the two guys to do that for however long you just laid out right there, is the types of touchdowns they're scoring? First of all, they're rushing touchdowns, not passing touchdowns. A lot of them. I know some of them are passing touchdowns, probably a few of them, but the, these are two running backs, so these are largely running plays that we're talking about here to score touchdowns in a league where, in a league that's become a passing league, and on a team that is a passing team, you know, Tua is an MVP candidate right now. That's incredible to me. And the other thing that's incredible is how many of them are explosive touchdowns, especially with Achan. You know, he's he is electric every time he gets his hands on the ball and I just yeah I feel bad for him that uh with this um with this knee injury and I feel bad for the A-Chan fantasy owners except the ones that I'm going against this weekend. Uh I don't feel bad for them at all. But he's been a, he was a fantasy revelation. He's been a fantasy darling, John of people climbing over themselves to pick up What is it now? Devon A-Chan. It's not Devin A-Chain anymore. It's
2: Devon A-Chan.
1: Would you advise that he change it to A-Chain cuz it's a little cooler than A-Chan?
2: a, uh, change it, uh, back to a chain, like it well, was in A&M. Well, and I a- think
1: it, the, the sense I get is we've been mispronouncing it all these years by saying a chain and he just never corrected anybody.
0: Could have been, um,
2: but uh, he's an Aggie, so it'd be easy to understand.
1: Okay. But I think A-Chain is better. This is like – I'm sure you know this, John, because you're an historian. But back in the day, it was – when he was at Notre Dame, his name was Joe Thiesman, not Joe Thiesman. But Roger Valdeseri, the SID at Notre Dame back in the early 70s, said, no, let's change the pronunciation to Thiesman because it rhymes with Heisman, and that'll help your candidacy. Ultimately, it was unsuccessful – but I like how Joe Theismann has just led in, uh, just leaned into it all these years and just said, okay, Roger, I'm just going to pronounce it this way for the rest of my life.
2: I remember when the Cowboys drafted Tony Dorsett.
1: Yeah, right, right, yeah.
2: Brock Maybe. Purdy is 10-0 and 0 as a starter. He's trying to eclipse the record of Big Ben in 04. Big Ben uh, replaced touchdown Tommy Maddox, who was hurt, and ended oh up God. over that season and the next season winning – his first 15 and starts, so he's 15-0. and 0. He's got five more to catch him and six to pass him. And considering how good the 49ers are, he just may do it.
1: Uh, Purdy is the favorite to win the MVP of the league right now. If you had an MVP vote, John, who would your MVP be five weeks into the season?
2: Yeah, Brock Purdy, without a doubt. He's been fantastic, really? yes.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, I yeah, but there's still people out there, John, that just feel like, yeah, yeah, he's got such a great team around him and he's a seventh round pick. I'm, I'm beyond the seventh round pick thing. He's obviously a very good quarterback at this point.
2: Most great, um, most great teams have great players around the quarterback.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So that's uh, a little general news and notes for the people. Um, and I love these, John, those are I good stats. You got one more. Got one more? Okay. Okay. Bonus. Let's go. Actually, Let's go. Had
2: several more, but we're hitting our 10 minute limit. Okay, I'm going to tell you a list of quarterbacks, and you tell me who does not belong.
1: Okay, I like works. this. <laughs> okay, go.
2: Of quarterbacks who thrown for at least 1,400 yards and no interceptions yeah. in their first five games. Here's okay. my list. Okay. One doesn't belong. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, yep. Peyton Manning, yep. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, okay. C.J. Stroud.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Russell Wilson because he's the only one on that list that is a cornball that he's that is completely corny <laughs> and hard to be around I would hang out with the other four guys on that list even Mahomes who can be a little corny himself but he seems a lot of fun but I know where you're going with this John because I know you're you're a nicer person than me so you're not assessing the corniness of these people. I'm gonna say it's CJ Stroud because he's doing it as a rookie right now.
2: Nope. <clears throat> I would love to hang out with my mom to get some free insurance so I don't have to keep paying that every month. No uh, Peyton Manning never did it. Peyton oh, Manning who's
1: missing? Was, okay, I misinterpreted Peyton Manning mis- should okay. not be on
2: that list I just gave. Because oh! he never threw for 1,400 yards without an interception okay. in his first five games of any season. C.J. Stroud, another of the many examples of why he
1: great. I, okay, I thought you meant like who, it, like one of these things is not like the other sort of thing. I didn't know that someone was literally a wrong answer to that trivia question. Gotcha. Okay. So Peyton Manning. So so Stroud is doing things that Peyton Manning wasn't doing. Well, Peyton Manning's, hey, that that's any season, right? Not just. New I season. mean, obviously, yeah, any season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Brady's. On there. That's right. Okay. That was a good one, John. John, good general news and notes. Nice job. Thank you. Uh, yeah.